guys, and welcome to Smart Women Read Romance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things romance. I'm Juliette. And I'm Jessen. Today we'll be reviewing Rev to the Max, the first book in Melanie Moreland's Reynolds Restoration series. Before we dive in, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform and please rate and review us. If you want more romance discussions, follow us on our social media pages at SWReadRom, join our Facebook group, The Swoon Zone, and follow Jessen on her YouTube channel, Jessen Reads Romance. If you'd like some podcast extras, become a patron of the podcast on Patreon, where we have extra content, including exclusive episodes and give away free enamel pins, stickers, books, and bookmarks. And of course, a special shout out to our patrons for all of your support. We love you guys and appreciate you. So before we hop into our episode, we'll do a little chitty chat. We just wanted to give a very special shout out to Nia, who we met at a Polycon, who is a fan of the podcast. It meant so much to us to actually get to meet her. And it was was such a wonderful surprise and Nia brought us some bookmarks that she uh, made. Cletus Winston Cletus bookmarks. Cletus and Jen bookmarks. <laughs> Thank you. And it was so amazing. See, that's one of the things that makes you know, book cons like that. So much fun because you get to yeah. meet people who you've never, you know, talked to in person or maybe have never even talked to at all before. Yeah. And you connect through books and through, you know, talking about There's books just, and it's shared just love that, of romance. Yes, that bond of romance, of love, you know, romance lovers and just appreciating the whole Romance Landia world. It's, it's, you can't really describe it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure <laughs> you just have to feel we, it. Like, you have to be there. scared everybody at the hotel <laughs> that was not part of a polycon. They're probably like, what the hell what is, is happening? This? Why is everybody like high as kites, like laughing and talking nonstop? Like, that you know? hotel was so not prepared for us <laughs> in so many ways. <laughs> so many ways. It was. It was when awesome. When we descended on the bar, like the bar area, they must have been like oh, freaking the fuck out. <laughs> look, I know. And uh, when I found out they didn't open till five, I was like, what, are they kidding <laughs> the me right now? Things. So Juliet wanted to get a little drink before she had her signing. Yeah. And um, apparently they didn't, the bar didn't open till five. And we're <laughs> like, what? Like, we're from Louisiana. There's no restriction on alcohol. Yeah. There's None. no day of the week that alcohol is prohibited to buy. Day like, drinking, you morning can drink drinking. What, whenever you thing. can buy whenever. Yeah. If the store is open mm-hmm. and there's alcohol there, you can buy it. As they, a matter of fact, we had Bloody Marys in the airport at 7 a.m. We did on the way to a Polycon. <laughs> we we sure did. Okay. And we weren't the only ones. No. Everyone was drinking Bloody Marys. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so it was just a thing. So it was fucking hilarious. But we had a good time and we're, <laughs> we we're you know, slowly getting back into the swing of things. The semester is starting for me. Juliet's school year yeah. starting for her, so it's <laughs> <sighs> it's not it's not fun to be back in like school I know. mode, but but the intensity of life. Exactly. You do have um some exciting things coming. I know I that do. you're working with Jenny on the cover for Resting oh, Witch Face. Oh my god. And goodness. I don't know anything about it. And I'm y'all? gonna be surprised, guys. <gasps> I'm just gonna tell you it's gonna be so gorgeous. It's gonna be so You beautiful. got the, the the artboards and stuff. I got today. the artboards and I know exactly what I'm having her put on there, and they are beautiful. Beautiful. I'm so excited. I'm yeah. so excited. So yeah, all great things, but <laughs> we have a book to talk about, guys. Now, <clears throat> you may be wondering, Jessen, didn't you just put a um, book on the podcast that also involves a mechanic <laughs> and a girl who's down on her luck? Why, yeah. yes, I did. Who stumbles into town. Apparently, I have a type, and <laughs> that is somebody who is good with their hands yes. and grumpy. So, yes. yeah, I'm not apologizing for it. <laughs> Big, muscly, grumpy mechanics, please. I love it. Love it, love, 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 love it. So I'm going to go over the characters real quick so we can jump into the spoiler section. But um, our heroine, Charlie, her real name is Charlene, and um, she is down on her luck. She's really alone in the world. She's mm-hmm. uh, lost her brother in a couple years past. Her father also passed away. And recently, her newest roommate, literally just stole from her and she also owes on rent because apparently her ex-roommate who she found on like craigslist um her ex-roommate was exchanging sexual favors to their tenant um instead of paying rent and so now say about that yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so now the um the guy who owns the building is expecting charlie to compensate yeah either cough up the money or cough up sex exactly yeah so charlie's like i gotta get out of this situation she just lost her job as well so she is really in a bind really down on her luck yeah really down on her luck (laughs) so she goes online there is this website that she's searching for and she sees this ad and like she responds to it because (laughs) it's so funny the ad (laughs) 
someone's looking for a girl Friday and she's like, that's really like, you know, antiquated. <laughs> yeah, that's 1950s. an antiquated thing. Yeah, like who asks for a girl <laughs> Friday anymore? But it's this guy who owns, you know, he uh, a mechanic shop and he's looking for somebody to do like everything. Um, cooking, like the books cleaning. and cooking, cleaning. And he's like, and if you can make pies, that's also a plus. <laughs> and so she's just like, this must be like this old curmudgeon, older man or whatever. <laughs> anyway, awesome. long story short, she gets the job and um, she goes to this small town mm-hmm. to be able to work for somebody well the guy behind the ad his name is max reynolds and this is like a family shop his dad started it and his parents really ran it and he also lost his parents um and he is a one-man show he has nobody else working for him he's doing it all and he's struggling he needs somebody to do the office work so he can focus on the um the shop and it's really funny because like nothing's really been updated like prices nothing yeah he used to do like more motorcycle restorations but now it's just kind of like you know it's very hard to do all sides the business side and the mechanic side i mean obviously his strength area is in working on the vehicles and not running the business so he obviously needs help he needs some help and um he (laughs) listens to his um kind of mother figure mary she used to be best friends with his mom yeah and puts out the ad and um he's expecting a boy, basically, well, not a boy, but like a young, a young guy named Charlie to come to come to town, and that's not what he gets. And it's <laughs> it's really funny the way that it plays out because yes. they end up by meeting without knowing who each other. None too much spoilery. They, they don't know. Yeah, they they don't know who each other are. And but it's, it's good. It's it's. it's it's a situation, guys. It's a situation. It's we need fun. to get to the spoiler section because there's so much good stuff. So much good stuff. Okay, guys. <laughs> if you have not read Rev to the Max, please go check it out and come back and chat with us. Okay, guys. In the spoiler section. So first things we need to talk about is this douchebag landlord. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Like, this guy is not just He's a, persistent. He's predatory. He you is know, persistent. He's, he, yeah, he's like, not. Like, she says no, yeah. and he tries to sneak into her apartment. Yeah, he's stalking. He's leaving, like, his his beer in her fridge, like, knowing that she so would that she realize would he had come in the room, you know, in the apartment while she was gone. I mean, this is some scary shit. She has to legit jam knives into the um like the crack where the hinges are so he can't open the door at night you know because he has a key but it's 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 really it's really bad it's It's really bad horrible situation but i really do like the way that melanie moreland um kind of has that moment where she needs a bus ticket out she doesn't she has like 52 dollars in her bank account and the bus ticket's like you know a hundred dollars or something it's like 92 Mm dollars and so she is like i don't even know where i don't even have money like her roommate literally stole her furniture even her makeup like she's such a fucking bitch i know Um, i was like where'd you find this hoe everything um (laughs) Um, So she's looking at these wallets because when she moved to um, the big city, she her dad would gift her with some wallets and like the uglier the better. Yeah, there was like a running joke between them for her birthday. Yes, and like her brother would also get wallets too, but they would just be plain leather. You know, like oh, it was just you know. Anyway, well, she's looking at the wallets. She's thinking that she can pawn them for some money, and Mm -hmm. then she notices like in the lining of one of them. There's a bit of bulk where there is on the is not on the other side. She ends up by going in there and there's a fifty dollar bill on her dad says like you know if you find this I hope it helps and like she tears up Can and she's like that oh, was, God, so, it was so good it was like she needed an angel at that yes. moment and then she realizes she goes into the lining of all the others and, and gathers a bit of money to be able to get herself she out of town. She ends up with like a hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. So of the, <laughs> of the last three wallets that she that he was alive right and she was living in the city that she never found that hidden money and i just really loved it because she feels so alone in the world right then and then her dad from the freaking grave comes like, in gives and her like, a sign and to protect gives her, her a sign and it's like i'm gonna help you yeah. and get you out of she's here. in she's in y'all she's in danger this dude is oh, gonna hurt absolutely. her the other thing is that like you know when he tries to sneak like they have one of those mail slots and she basically stabs him through the mail slot with like a broom I can't remember a broom or something there's a bunch she sprays yeah. him with beer too and, through there yeah like she, beer she does all kind of stuff and he's like you know bitch I'm gonna get you back like it's menacing yes, you know it's definitely like you you can yeah. feel the desperation yeah and she, she can't sleep anymore she's like I gotta get out of town she's so tired so she gets on this bus she even has to like sneak out the building so that he doesn't know that yeah she's leaving. when he takes the trash out uh-huh, or and she only 
only has one little suitcase that uh, she brings with her. And then I just love like the the spots of kindness that you see from people in this book. Like I love books like that where you see, yeah. you know, of course we have the douchebag in the beginning, but like everyone else that you meet. It really she meets a sweet lady on the bus headed to, town, yes. headed to the town she's going Gives to. Gives her some apples. She has, like, some fresh apples and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's hungry at this point. Um, and I just really love it. I just really love it. It's so cute. So she gets to town a day kind of early. And um, I think the bigger town, because she's traveling from Toronto. Right. I think the bigger town that she's going to is called Loman, but it's still a small town. <laughs> and her final destination is even a smaller town. Like, she's like, Loman's <laughs> already a small town and the guy that she's about to work for he's like yeah well those towns like tiny there's here. nothing here. there's nothing here um so anyway she's there and she sees this little diner she can afford a, a night stay at the local mo- motel and she's like i can afford i can spring for like a burger and yeah. fries like yeah she's just going there having a good time and she's talking to the bartender it's a little bit loud in there the bartender um hears her name as Lynn and not Charlene. Yeah. Like she just hears the, the last part of it. <laughs> Series or of accidents. Yeah. Well, you know, there has to be a stupid douchebag who can't take a hint whenever he, they hit on her. Um, and she says no. And he's persistent about it. And before that, she had noticed this big, like, muscly, hot guy across the bar. With a little bit. Of, can, can I note a little bit of gray in his beard? And I'm yes. just like. <laughs> Yes, thank you. A little age gap, please. Little, little, little sore rocks. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. So that's Max. And he was in town getting an, a part or whatever for a thing. And he knows he's about to pick up um, Charlie. Charlie, his new guy. His new guy. Who's going to help out in the office the next day. <laughs> so um, he sees. What I really like about this scene is like this dude, Wes, who's like a douchebag. He's like the Wes rich Donner. asshole They're town. The, the Donner brothers. Yeah, the Their Donner brothers. father like always gets him off his shit. And right. like Wes is the one who's like the troublemaker and he yeah. had a younger brother charlie who before like a couple years ago char um charlie was not charlie so his younger brother chase he wasn't he wasn't like a bad guy until like a couple years ago he just started following in his brother's footsteps and you know it's just wes is a bad bad news bad news right. wes okay right so, yeah, when Wes tries to <laughs> persistently hit on Charlie. But I love that she kind of – Max kind of watches and she's kind of holding her own. She, like, bends his finger back behind his back, basically kind of manhandles him, which is great. Like, she defends herself. But then he's getting a little rough. So, of course, Max is instantly there and is like, Wes, I don't think you're wanted here. Yeah. Goodbye, Wes. Bye, Wes. And I love so, it. I love it. So then they just start chatting and they just talk and, like, have, like, the best little – you conversation know. yes and also he's hot you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> so there are sparks flying okay and i love how there's like this, this moment where um his car is outside but he offers to walk her to the motel that's literally down the road mm-hmm. and she's like hey buddy i can like totally take care of myself and he was like yeah but like maybe i need protection i thought that was really cute and <laughs> she's like very cute and, and charming. she goes oh, that makes sense like yeah. of course i will escort you <laughs> of course like, it's, it's just so cute their banter is so beautiful yeah. and adorable yeah. and he's just like he's just such a good guy you know and so of course they're like standing by his truck and suddenly it just blurs into this kiss and they just like start making out and it's so funny because she's like I don't do this and he's like neither do I and he's like tell me to stop or take me to your hotel room and so she's like it's the last one on the right let's go and they just like go and have like I mean hot banging and just and sweet sex it's like very it's like both um, you know, really sexy, but also tender. It's yeah. just, a, it's a great night. And I honestly, it makes so much sense though, too, because uh, if I were Charlie, high off of like adrenaline, like just escaping this bad situation. Yes. And then, you know, <clears throat> finally like being away and like feeling that euphoria of like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I'm almost there. Like, I, and this guy is like really makes me feel safe and yes. sexy and like yes. beautiful. Like, like why it makes not? So much sense. Indulge so a little bit, you know? <laughs> I love it. Let's just have this one night stand before yes. I start my new job one night stand what could go wrong <laughs> well what could go wrong is that everyone refers to max as reynolds okay yeah. and she knows that her employer's name is max and whenever they were talking she even says like oh well, i'm starting a new job like getting a fresh start i'm about to take care of an elderly man yeah you know? and because <laughs> she just assuming it's- 
so from funny. the ad that this guy yes. is old. He's definitely some old ass hat. An She's old gonna have to like curmudgeon man that she has to take care of. <laughs> have to wheel him around. So of course the next morning he he had already left. You know. Yeah. The next morning she um is inside like a general store and there's a boy who's watching her suitcases mm-hmm. and he the little boy he's not like little he's like teenager um is watching her suitcases and just like shooting the shit on this bench like not really paying attention and max drives up and he thinks that that's the boy that is going to be working for him this young guy who possibly lied about his age because on the resume it says this person was 25 yeah and this kid's obviously like in his teens he he, like is a little bit like grumbling he's like get your shit like is this like what are you doing he's like dude this isn't this isn't my stuff what are you talking about and then he recognizes the suitcase suitcase. because it's like a floral print and then Charlie you know. comes out, <clears throat> and she's—he's like, "What are you doing here? Are you following me?" And she's like, <laughs> "No, I'm waiting to I'm be waiting picked up for my new job. my new job." And then she's like, "Then it all clicks." She's like, "I thought your name was Reynolds," and he's like, "It's Max Reynolds." Yeah, and she's, she's like, like I and she's like, Charlie," and she's like, "My name's Charlene. People call me Charlie." And he's like, "No." No, no. <laughs> he just says no and no. marches and he, towards and he walks away. Truck. She's like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. You cannot leave me here. Yeah. Like he knows about mostly about her situation. Just knows that because she, she actually has no that body. Night, she had yeah. mentioned about her landlord and how she really had to get out of town. You yeah, know? just like she had a like a, a glossed over story about a shitty landlord right. and uh, needing a new start or whatever, and just not having anybody. So else. she obviously has no place to go back yeah. to. Yeah. So basically, he grudgingly accepts that he yeah. just assumed she was a guy. And Charlie didn't lie because he has a problem with liars, okay? And this is yeah. why Max is getting all up in arms. He has a problem with liars or something. You have it in There's his a past. history. There's a history. There's a history. <laughs> and um, so Charlie insists, like, you need to give me at least a two-week trial. Like, yeah. At least a two-week trial, okay? Because this place comes with, you know, a room, room and board. board. Like, you know. She needs that. So and no the funny cash. thing is, so we get in his point of view. And originally, he was going to put, like, the kid in his house, like, in an extra bedroom, whatever. And he's like... Uh, no, I'm, she can't be in my house. She's like too much temptation. She's going to stay in the garage apartment or whatever, which is like basically you know, like a sad, dilapidated. And he figures if he puts her there, she'll definitely want to leave. She'll definitely just decide this test. is not worth it. It's a test to yes. see how much does she want this job. Yes. And he's trying to scare her off, basically. And I love how in Charlie's point of view, she's like, I know what he's doing. And I'm just, I'm not, nope, it's fine. And she's like, okay, looks good. Next, let me see what I'm what working with. What I really with. love to about that night after he, you know, because of course, like, you know, Justin said, she's like, whatever, I can take it. This is fine. But she does say, ask him, you know, as right before he leaves, you know, do these doors lock? And he remembers the story about the landlord. Yeah. So the last thing, he's being like mean and gruff and everything. And the last thing he says is, you're safe here, Charlie. You know? Yeah. And then, you know, so it's like he can't help himself but yeah. want to take care of her and make sure she knows she's he okay. He always reverts back to this grump, but like he has a soft spot for Charlie and it aggravates him because, <laughs> because, because we know from his point of view that he has been betrayed in the past and right. he keeps referring to this person as Shannon, okay? Okay. Yeah. And um, so there's a history with Shannon, and the whole deal that happened was he had a buddy named Billy, and um, he was dating this girl named Shannon for a while. She moved herself into his house, which was his parents' house, and she kind of, like, took over. She was never really happy. She changed everything about the house, like, interior. It's all, like, minimalist white you know, white and, and gray. like she took down all of like the the family the heirlooms family and stuff like all of that she took down she was never satisfied she always wanted more money more this more this and one day he walked in on billy and shannon banging in yeah. the garage and um after they fought shannon and billy left together and stole you know some money from him his, and his, his hottie Indian mo- motorcycle, um, motorcycle and his Indian motorcycle. Which was like a, you know, a vintage restoration. And the thing about the Indian motorcycle was that he and his dad had worked on restoring yeah. that together. And it was almost complete. There was just a couple little details like that hadn't been put on the bike. But it was just so devastating because he mm-hmm. has lost his parents, you know. his yeah. He had like an ideal childhood and he loved his parents. And that was such a low blow to be betrayed and then stolen from by somebody that he thought 
you know, he loved him and he loved her. Yeah. And that so that's why he's not trusting, just letting you guys know. That's why he doesn't trust <laughs> women. So he's not just – but they do say – it's funny. He is grumpy, but, like, he's extra grumpy with her. You yes. know, like, he's mostly just kind of a gruff guy. But it's because he doesn't want to have the feelings. And what's interesting is the night that they are together, when it switches to his point of view when he um is about to leave, he almost wants to leave his number. But he's like, no, I'm not going down that road again. I'm not, you know, trusting and falling for a woman again. I'm, I don't want to feel that. You know, he just can't take that road after that betrayal with Shannon. And so it's just hilarious that she's there the next day it's like now she's like really tempting him yeah you know not just sexually but like emotionally you know exactly because he had like this opportunity that he had with charlie that one night stand it was an opportunity to just let loose you know because he thinks he's never going to really see her again so it was just like this moment where i feel like his walls were a little bit down that night when they were having really good he's very different than he is yes exactly he's charming and stuff and then now all of a sudden he's like walls up like (laughs) nope don't the grump's back come near me (laughs) um so part of charlie's duties besides getting the office organized dealing with you know billing and all that jazz is to cook dinner as well because he can't cook for shit and um (laughs) so they go to the grocery store and they buy all kind of stuff and she comes back and she also gets stuff to make pies because she can in fact make pies and i love how like she makes this whole big meal and it's amazing but like she doesn't eat with him because she's like he's such a grump and i feel unwelcome yeah so i'm just gonna like besides his food. table is covered in crap like where would yeah, i even sit it's, yeah it's not really you organized know? either but like and this like the loneliness that they both experience like they could easily eat together yeah like there could room could be made you know but he is pushing everybody away and she, you know, doesn't want to mm-hmm. like tread on his toes and doesn't want to mess up and this he's opportunity. he's also thinking, you know, she's she's definitely a relationship girl. She's not a just sex only girl, you know. Yeah. And so I can't like abuse my relationship as her boss and, you know, do that or whatever. So, so. I love how Charlie organizes everything. So first of all, she's just like, okay. Because she's familiar. She's actually familiar with um, mechanics. Her dad was good with cars and stuff like that. She knows stuff. And she starts revamping stuff. And of course, our grumpy hero doesn't like change. Who likes change? Why are you moving that around the office? Yeah, don't move stuff around. What are you talking? Why is our our prices changing or whatever? But basically, she's just like, look. This needs to be more efficient. You're not charging high enough prices. Like, you're the lowest thing by, like, a mile. Like, it's ridiculous how low, how much you're not charging your Not only that, but, like, he's, like, doing jobs and then just letting them leave and pay later. And she's like, why aren't you invoicing them? Everything is on credit. Like, you need to to get your (laughs) cash flowing in so that you can, you know, spruce up everything, basically. Yeah. Like, you need more cash flowing in and you need somebody else to be working with you. But that's a bridge we'll cross later. Well, she does kind of poke around a little bit and find, like, these other little side projects in the back and like and he she finds out he loves his real love is restoring motorcycles Mm -hmm. you know that's where he can sort of let his creative outlet out and he really loves that but he doesn't have time he doesn't have time it's because he it's only him Mm -hmm. um he can't trust anybody to work for him again after billy's betrayal right and you know he's just head down not he's very stagnant very very stagnant and so she's a breath of fresh air she cleans everything she organizes everything he's it's so funny though because like he literally hires her to organize and when she actually does organize he gets like mad he's like how am i supposed to find the stuff i knew it was in that pile right there and she's like i literally didn't throw away a thing <laughs> i it's right it's there on, on that bench, bench. everything's on right bench. there like just chill out this is a good thing this is a good he thing he also Max. is super grumpy about what she decides to wear to work because it's very distracting to him and the customers i love how he gets so annoyed when Bit customers want to linger oh, yeah. and talk to her and be like who is your new employee what and she's very pretty. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. It's so freaking adorable. But 
Also, so Charlie does end up by meeting Mary. Um, mm-hmm. She actually runs into Mary. So she finds this bike that actually used to be his mom's bike. And since he's like refusing, she cannot drive his truck because it's manual and it's just large. And he's just like, no, I don't feel safe with you driving my truck. Because yeah. originally that was part of the deal. Like, oh, can you drive a standard? And she's like, yeah, I absolutely can drive. But she was super know, excited standard. to find that uh, bicycle. And she loves the bike. Can we talk about the scene in the barn though real quickly before she finds the bike absolutely so here's the thing what chart what charlie realizes is when she pushes his buttons because he 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 gets mad when she gets all feisty and he kissed her you know just grabbed her and kissed her one time then he's like no we can't do this and like tries to stop it she really wants him to like lose it on her (laughs) so when she goes to the barn where he's working out trying to work out some of his you know uh, aggression um she ends up kind of like they get into another one of these bantery arguments and have super hot sex um and so they're both giving in it's like they're they can't really control it at this point um but that's when she finds the bike so they're kind of having this strange on again off again like we're okay no we're having sex no we're not having sex like professional like, yeah and then it's not and then it's not because it's hard because it's you're very living confusing. with each other basically right you know, even if she <clears throat> is in the little you know garage apartment she's there all the time you know and yeah. cooking him dinner and i love that moment because like you know a week passes by and he actually is like looking forward to the dinners that she yes. cooks for him and stuff and she usually just like leaves it in the oven and then like he's sitting and eating and he's enjoying this wonderful meal and then he's just kind of like he's lonely He's like, lonely. He's like, it's the first time I wonder he if she ate already. I wonder. I wonder yeah. why she doesn't eat with me, type of thing. And I just really like that. You know, he has to come. He, yeah, he, you can't. You cannot make Max do anything he doesn't want to do. He has to realize it. And one night <clears> he goes. I love. He goes looking for her to bring her some because he realized she didn't make a plate for herself, and she's not in her room and she's not anywhere. And he freaks out because she's at Mary's, just like hanging out. She saw Mary and she's like, so she Mary's left house. her cell phone, and <laughs> so he. He, like goes drive around because he thought maybe she like crashed or something yeah and, like, on her bike on her bike and then finds her at mary's house because she just had run into her and um, mary had heard about charlie from max <laughs> and so she invited she's like oh why don't you come today and yeah. i'm making some pies you can make pies together and like mary like french braided her hair and everything it was just like <laughs> a girl's night yes. and they started like drinking and stuff and it was just like so fun and max is so he livid. rolls up I mean, hot as hell, so mad because she did not tell him where he was going. And this was before they have even established, like, we're, okay, we're officially, like, you know, sleeping together, whatever. So it was so funny because, like, he had no right to be mad. He had no right to, you know, she didn't have to tell him where she was going. Yeah. Um, But he brings her home. then brings her upstairs into his bedroom and is like, we're going to get something straight right now. You know, first of all, you're never wearing that shirt again to work. It's like tied in a little cutesy bow, you know, at her stomach or whatever. And he can't stand that guys get to see what he only wants to see. And then um, they have sex in his bedroom. So this is where they basically establish, okay, we can do this just for we now. We can be kind of like fuck buddies-ish. Yes. But like he, it, it's hot and cold with Max. It's hot it is. and cold. It I is. mean, he, he doesn't he doesn't want to give anything. He just wants to give right. in in the moment and then he regrets it later, which yeah. is unfortunate. But luckily, Charlie bounces back and she's fine with it. So as she's getting the business together and people are actually paying their bills and everything (laughs) there's this one customer that comes in and reminds max like hey you never responded to this you know i told you about these people in vegas who wanted to invite you to be basically like a a speaker over there yeah for like restorations and stuff exactly it's a huge event that happens in vegas and and max is just like i don't have the time i can't leave the garage whatever well charlie has a solution she's like you know that guy Brett, you know, yeah. he he does um, mechanic work and you could just hire him on a trial basis for him to take care of the shop and you can go and do your thing. It yeah. would be really good for business. You can get the word out. Look, I even have like a new logo and stuff, like all of this stuff. And he grudgingly allows her to do this allows brett like interviews him brett's just like you know i don't want to be in toronto anymore i'm moving back over here this would be this would be perfect for me 
And um, so Max ends up by going to Vegas. Right before he leaves, though, she gives him – she sp- stays up all night and puts together basically like a PowerPoint presentation with all the photos of his restorations so that he can, like, click through them. Very simple because he's not techie. He's but, you know – The opposite of techie. <laughs> yes. He, and he's he like, said he was just going like, to bring his camera and try to figure out how he could blow him up over there. Like, like, he didn't have a plan. Charlie's like, mm, no, let like, me do I this, this for you. you. I yeah. did this for you. So it's – He's just like amazed, like she's so smart and like she did this. She stayed up all night to do this for me. Like this is crazy. And so he's having really like lovey feelings when he leaves. But um, Charlie's like really scared because she makes an offhand remark. She because she's like, oh, my God, wait till the um, all the girls get a hold of you. And then she realizes, oh, my God. He could be with another he woman. He might go over there because they're, they're not, not a thing. They're not a yeah. thing. It's, yeah. They've had sex a couple of times, but it was mostly in like the heat of the moment type of thing. Right. It wasn't – nothing's been established between them at all. And um, I actually really love that, you know, the weekend in Vegas is going very well. Yeah. But there's this very persistent woman that's after Max, okay, and like trying to be like, oh, my goodness, can we go up to your room and stuff like that. And then um, he sees the garage calling him and he's like, oh, it's Charlie. And so he decides to answer and he's just like, hey, baby, I can't wait to get back home and, you know, do all kind of dirty things to you. Like says all kind of dirty, nasty shit on yes, the phone. Yes, so and funny. And Brett's like. I assume you mean Charlie. Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a funny moment because he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) But it scares off the woman, which was his intention. Because he even says, you know, my fiance. My fiance. fiance. And I love how he's on the phone listening to Brett pass the phone to Charlie. And Charlie's like, he said what? (laughs) (laughs) So it's really funny. She's like, um, what is happening over there? Are you drinking? What's happening? And he's just like, no. And he tells her what happened. So she thinks it's hilarious. And she's also like relieved. He's like, no, I've not been with anyone here, Charlie. Like he kind of knows she wants to hear. She's a little bit insecure about the situation. Like, oh, I told you that, you know, you were going to be a hot commodity over there. And he was like, none of these people interest me. I haven't been with anyone. Yeah, I love that he recognizes, of course, she's, you know, that's kind of making her very a little nervous thinking about that. And he kind of relieves her um, nerves about it. So when he comes home, Charlie has a little bit of a surprise. And she doesn't know how he's going to take yeah, it. She she's has like, two surprises. She's like, yeah. She's like, I don't know what's going to happen. So we never even mentioned Max's dog. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the fucking dog. So the dog so falls adorable. in love with Charlie and just Absolutely. goes everywhere And I love Charlie how Max goes. is like traitor. Um, yeah. But um, so whenever he comes home, the dog is like so excited to see him and everything. And uh, Charlie's right there and a little bit nervous. And he walks in. And he sees this <laughs> huge change. First of all, his kitchen is now cleared. His yes. his dining room table is now all cleared. And, and the living room, living room is no longer white. Right. It's back to how it was when his parents were there. But, clean, you know, fresher, you know. So Charlie had found, like, she, she had a conversation with Mary. Mary didn't want to say, like, what exactly happened in Max's past. She was like, right. of course, that's his story to tell. But she did say that they did a number on him and stuff like that. And, you know, that woman came in and, like, changed everything yeah that's the living room's not even him she found like old boxes All stuff that had like everything yeah Pictures everything for the living room the, even um, the paint the old paint that um he yes. picked out with mary like a while back so she ended up by repainting the living room it to its original color color put all the old furniture back and put all the picture frames and stuff back in there. And it's like, he feels like he's home again. Yes. And I love that. I and love with her so in the living room and the that's dog. What I'm saying. It's like, it's not even <laughs> just the fact that his living room has reverted back to its original state yeah. where this was, this is more him and it's not Shannon. Like, yeah, they don't have that ghost of Shannon, like lingering yeah. because he hates it, but he doesn't have time to change anything. But it's also the fact that Charlie did this for him. And also like, of course, she has like a meal cook for him and it's just like it and a feels pie, like, it, yeah, pie it just feels like you know she's been waiting for him like she is yeah. also his home and i just like love that though too, Me too. so he's Me too. like so impressed with it loves it okay because she's very nervous she's like we can change it back if you want like it doesn't have to be like this yeah and he's just like you did a great job. She's like, okay, and well, I hope you're going to like what we did to the garage. And he's, he's like, like, what? Then that's whenever he's like, <laughs> okay, it's one thing to do the living room. Yeah. It's another thing to change the garage. the garage. Like, I want my garage to stay the same. Like, I don't want anybody to fuck with it. Right. Well, she really didn't mess with anything in the garage too much. She really just painted, like, 
everything has a fresh coat of paint but there's just one like red wall where she finds like old pictures of yes, like his dad, dad and his mom yes and like him as a kid mm-hmm. and like old pictures of restorations old tools that she hung on the wall she did it she like designed a, a new logo yes. was it rev to the max yeah it's, it's, it's uh, <laughs> no it's not no, it's, it's not it's, the name the title of the book what is it called it's something it's, steel it's hard as steel hard as steel and it's like Reynolds a guy flexing hard like a bicep steel. yes <laughs> <laughs> she's like come on this totally like sex sells you gotta go yes with this. <laughs> yes and it's like the logos throughout the years too yeah. and it's just like a history it and it ties in family so well to it as well and it's just so amazing it's just so amazing and like the office is the same and he's just so impressed with it oh yeah and he's- he knows that he knows that he really can't ignore um, what's been happening so while brett has been um hired on as a mechanic he has been in charlie's room in the garage right and before he left for vegas he told charlie like this is ridiculous like you weren't even supposed i i shouldn't ever have put you in that room i have two extra bedrooms like move yeah, into the bedroom you move in and say because yeah she's been in the house all the time i also love like while he was gone he's like what are you doing and she would snap a picture of like you know, his dog at the end of her bed, like, you know, sleeping on her bed. And he was just like, I wish I was there. Yes. You know, like. Yes, this is the stuff that Max has been missing. Right. And um, he tells her, he's like, you know, I'm going to hire on Brett because yeah. now they have all kinds of interest in restoration. So Brett is going to take on more of like the day-to-day mechanics mm-hmm. so that um, so Max can, have can more focus time. on, you know, rebuilding some motorcycles, doing some special projects and stuff like that, his passion. And he actually brings in another friend, Stefano, uh, Brett's friend. Brett, Brett knows a guy named Stefano, and he actually does detailed like body work with like paint and stuff like yes. that like that's his specialty is like these paint jobs and i really love it because now all of a sudden um max is not only like opening up himself to charlie but also to like making new friends kind of yes you know? and i really like it because he was so alone and isolated before right. well it's kind of a healing thing it's yes, not he's healing he's trusting other people in his right. space you know right. he's he's moving on with his life like he's he's stepping out of this like time that was just like frozen where he was just like reveling in all the misery and i'm like max you get you you need to have like light and joy in your life and charlie is that exactly i love so i love when they come over for dinner like that's where it was supposed to be the interview for stefano or stefano i don't know how you say his name but anyway the hot italian guy he's italian So, (laughs) so he's there and of course when um max walks in She's kind of laughing and he, he instantly feels like jealous feelings. He's like, okay, I'm definitely like territorial over her. But, um, I love how he just kind of gently like, but obviously puts his hand on her shoulder to let him know, hi, she's mine. Yes. You know, don't look at <laughs> just, this Italian just, stallion. Just FYI. This is my girl. Um, and I love how Stefano's like, dude. I get it. He just kind of smiles and like, leans back. Knowingly, yes. like, I get it. This is your girl. I'm not yeah, going to These are her. alpha males, like, okay. t- uh, yeah, territorial. <laughs> it's so, so it was cute. funny. But it was super funny. It was not like, you know, angsty no, or anything. It was hilarious. No, not, not at all. It was, um, it was very humorous. I liked it. It was very, but, very humorous. Um, the one thing, though, at the dinner, though, is um, Max notices that Charlie is really nervous and... She gets she's like not behaving like herself, right? And, he's and like, she What's leaves going the dinner on? table. She leaves like dinner early. table early. She's like, "I'm going to go to bed." And so he's like, basically, kind of hurries them up and gets them out the door. And when he goes upstairs, he finds her like you know, basically like in a chair, kind of scrunched up, kind of. And he realizes it's about to storm outside, which it's about to storm here. I don't know if you could yes. hear the thunder. It might. It might. It's been background. a while since we've recorded with some with rain some storm, with some rain stormy in the stuff background. in the background. <laughs> OG listeners will know we have yes. quite a few episodes where there's thunder and <laughs> lightning. And we're freaking out about it. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, um, so he comforts her that night because she has like this. She just has a fear of storms. Yeah, and, stuff, and I love fear. how he eventually. Ah, oh, there's a thunder. There Can y'all hear it? <laughs> it's it's so like uh, that happened moody. just so like moody. right when we were talking about the, about storm, the storm happening. Yes, like I love that's it. Really weird. Um, but I mean, I love that he remembered that conversation that they had. It was just one of the pillow talk conversations that they were having, mm-hmm. and she just mentioned that she has you know this irrational fear of like storms, and, and she, she doesn't he like immediately them. just like picks her up because this is she's in her bedroom. He takes her to yeah. his bed, his bed, and just but not for sex, just to comfort her. Yeah. you know, and I just love that. And then. And 
like from that point on, she doesn't even pretend basically to use her room anymore. Like yes. she's in his room now, you <laughs> know? Like, yeah. And I just really think it's so freaking adorable. <clears throat> it's so cute. So in the background, we've had um, – Charlie's had a couple of run-ins with Wes. Some she hasn't even told Max about um, where she kind of got knocked down and, like, skinned her knees and stuff. And um, Wes is just being an he's overbearing douchebag. Like, yes, a complete douchebag. And so um, – but she kind of, like, kicks him in the balls and runs off and embarrasses him, <laughs> which we know when you embarrass yeah. a bully that they're going to retaliate, yeah. right? And he's also one of those people, like we said, his dad is, like, a big wig. Yes. And so, like, he's used to getting off. Of like whatever he does, there's gonna, no right, there's, there's no, no consequences to whatever right, he does. Exactly. So we know that Charlie's standing up for herself while we cheer and stuff. We know that he's going to be an issue, right? We yes. know that he's so, going to be an issue. So she's heading. She takes the bicycle. The guys are all working in the shop, and she tells Max, "Hey, I'm going to bake pies with Mary, and I'll see y'all later." I love whatever. how they just make a pie baking day. Like, I know we're gonna we're gonna it's have a day so where they cute. bake pies, and it's just horrible. I love that Charlie just loves. She loves her life here, and she tells Max and that this it, is it's, like it's kind of like found family. Family, you know, even though Max himself doesn't have a big family, Mm -hmm. they're just building this this makeshift family. All of them are, and I just really love it. Brett, yes, all of them. It's so adorable, and the dog, (laughs) and the dog. (laughs) So, so she's a couple hours pass. Yeah. And Max is assuming that she's at Mary's, and And Mary calls. Mary calls, and she's like, "Hey, tell Charlie to get her butt over here." And he's like, "Mary, she left like an hour ago. Like should have been there, like." Yeah, should have been there like 20 minutes ago. He immediately like, knows something's something wrong. Something is fucking wrong. Yes. And they're freaking out. So he and Brett and Stefan. I love go, the guys kind of over here and they're instantly like all in like, action. We like, need to go you know, find yes. out where Charlie is and stuff. And so they're they're going down the road into Mary. They're tr- they're trying to like go slow. And then all of a sudden they hear a bell ring. Oh. And it's the bell on her bike. And they see the tangled like metal in the ditch right when they hear that. So they see like the bike is there, but she's not there. Yes. And so she's all bruised and cut up and she can't get up and um she's just like i knew you'd find me i knew you'd find me and he's yeah. just like hold on we need to get oh her my to god because she has like a stuff. gash on her head and yeah. blood is like kind of like falling down her face her shoulders out of socket like she's injured she's you know? a little banged she's a yes. little banged up they need to go to the uh to the thing and she's like he's like charlie what happened and he and she's <sighs> like the donners so yes. so when they get to the hospital like first of all <laughs> max is fuming max is like i'm going to fucking kill them like right. they're gonna right. die okay <laughs> and what they find out um charlie had said that she was you know on her bike on the way to mary's on you know backwoods road you know nobody's passing on these small little yeah you know dirt roads and apparently the donners had were like coming in the direction like towards her but they ended up by like turning around to follow her mm-hmm. and wes was hanging out the window and like cat calling her and all this stuff and she was just trying to do her best to ignore even like pulling over to try to let them pass and like they were just fucking harassing her yeah. and yeah. at one point Apparently, Wes had gotten this very long twig and, like, just, like, whapped her on the back of, like, the leg. And legs, it scared her, and, and that's why stuck. she wrecked. Yes. And so then she wrecks, and because the car was, like, so close to her bike as well. And then they just, like, left her after yeah. she had fallen in a ditch and stuff. Well, Max is so mad because that ditch usually floods, and he just, like, what if it if had it, if it, if it had been before? If it had rained, she would have been dead because she would have, like, you know, Drowned. she'd fallen unconscious. Because like she, fa- she did sort of fall unconscious. Yeah. She even admits that, that she was unconscious for a little bit, but she was able to, like, drag herself up to, like, the tree, you yes, know? Yes, exactly. <clears throat> so it is a very scary situation, very serious and stuff. Yeah. And, in fact, when the police come to interview her at the hospital, because the hospital just had reported that it was a person who was run off the road. Right. And so the um, – oh, this was so adorable, though, too, because I love how the cop is just like, hey, my wife, like, Betty or whatever, has gone to your classes. So one, yeah. of, the, one of the suggestions that Charlie makes for them is that they need um, – they need like to host some courses classes for, for women. women. Yes. Um free courses and it's right. free advertising like how to she, change your tire yes how to because do these she's things. like listen most of your clients are men you yeah. literally are only tapping into 50 percent of your clients women drive cars too right and a lot of women don't want to go to a shop because they they're feel, made to feel stupid yes exactly because, because they oh, don't, know, you don't anything. know you don't know how to speak car and driver which that is me like i know very little Same. about cars y'all you know? i always am like i know and i hate i hate that feeling 
but I'm the same way. And I always feel like I don't want to talk to them about it. And are they ripping me off? Like, you know, I'm always telling exactly. Kevin. Check. So Charlie comes out with the brilliant idea just being like, we're going to do free classes and stuff. And I love how she jokes around. And she's like, you know, and if y'all want to like unzip your overalls and like, because <laughs> it's so hot in there. Flex and a little just, like, bit. Flex a little bit. And I love how Stefano's like, she is like pimping us I out. I feel like she's and pimping she's, us out. Like, she, I feel like a piece of meat. And she's like, yeah, y'all are. Y'all she goes, are fresh meat. Fresh meat, baby. <laughs> Attract those women customers. Anyway, it goes off without a hitch. Like, they have a long yeah. ass waiting list because the women absolutely love it. Yes. And anyway, so the cop is just like, my, my wife Mike went to your, course. liked your course and stuff. Which anyway, I, love I thought that. it was adorable. It is. And um, apparently Chase, the younger brother, who's not as bad as Wes, had come in to confess. Yeah. he was feeling immense guilt. And he yes. was like, okay. He knew that they had crossed the line. Chase can be saved. Wes is a fucking douchebag. I know. He was, I'm like, kind of wondering if Chase is going to get his redemption story later or something. So I have read, I mean, I know we're like skipping ahead a little bit, but I mean, this is, this is a series and I mm-hmm. have read books two and three, which are about, um, Stefano gets and the Brett. next one and Brett. Um, and I think that Chase will have his book possibly if I can remember. I don't know. I'd have to double check with Jen, but I'd love it because, um, yeah, cause that's he comes, kind of part of the epilogue. You yeah. Know? He, he comes back. Yeah. An epilogue. He had actually spent some time in jail, but whenever he was done, um, Whenever he got out, he approached Charlie to basically apologize. Yeah, to apologize. And I love how Charlie, like, kept it on the down low that she was talking with Chase because she knew that Max just would not (laughs) like it. But he finds out anyway. Yes, he finds out anyway. And And then I love she begs for a job for him because, like, now he's kind of an ex-con, you know, and, like, you know, so that was good. And so Chase comes on and he's, like, a new mechanic for them. And it's just so, so awesome. Like, the fact that they just, like, I love how... Charlie is a person who loves to give second chances to people. Yes. And she loves to see the good in people. And it worked out pretty sweet for Max because he's such a curmudgeon and pushes people away that he needed somebody like Charlie, you know. And I think it's just so freaking adorable. I I love their relationship. I love these. Yeah. And I love these endings. Very. And I love these endings where especially – and we needed something like this for Max to jar him into – um. Because when he realized he could have lost her forever, he was gutted just emotionally. It's like, fine, fuck this. I'm in love with you. I love you. I can't that live without you. That was a really you. good moment. You know, um, like, when that they get was, back like, home awesome. from the hospital and he's laying down with her and she's, like, sleeping. And um, he's like, I'm in love with Charlie. And he thinks he says it in his head, but he actually says it out loud. And she goes, <laughs> she goes I, I know. You. I love you, too. And he's like, you know. And she's like. I don't know if you realized you were saying this, but when you were picking me up from the ditch, you kept telling me it was going to be all right. I love you, Charlie. And he was like, no, I hadn't realized I was saying that. And I was just like, I love that because that's such a real moment when it's just like the shock of like you could have lost this person. Your adrenaline's pumping and you don't even. And there was only like there was was very – it's a very thin wall that right. was between them at that point. Right. He just needed a little push over the edge. Yes. Unfortunately, Charlie got like, had to get hurt. But he would have gotten there eventually. Just yeah. slower because he's she's slow not, turtle she, And she's, she's not Shannon. I mean, he knows this by now. She yes. is not Shannon. So Can let's we talk, talk about, about Shannon. That? Let's talk about so, that. Yes. I, this is a great – I didn't expect this by this point in the story. I didn't expect this, honestly. Exactly. So we're at the very, very end. And she gets a call from the place, the um, storage unit that's holding all her stuff. And they're like, look – you got to come get all your stuff out. It hasn't been paid up. You've got to come remove all these boxes from your dad. You know, this is stuff she stored all her dad's stuff in. And she's like, oh, my God, I got to go today. So Max is like, I'll drive you. We'll go. We'll get it. When they're there, there are two people arguing in the back in another storage unit. And lo and behold, it is, is it Billy was his name? Mm-hmm. Billy and Shannon. With and she the sees Indian the fucking ho- Indian motorcycle. motorcycle. And like. It's so it's so funny. So we had this big confrontation. Shannon is a total bitch. Like, I love how at that point Billy is fed up with her. Yeah, he's like, he's Shannon, like, I'm done. I'm fucking done with your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of hilarious. Yeah. Um. So basically, he was just like, "Give me back my motorcycle, and I won't press charges." And yeah. so he gets the motorcycle back. And Charlie, when she was digging in the garage, found like the the um, from her dad's boxes. She had a piece from her dad. Her yes. dad was also like into motorcycles, and he had like this 
little like um icon or whatever yeah the icon emblem that goes on the the front yeah and um so they can like actually complete it and i just really love that so he has like the indian motorcycle displayed in the front Mm -hmm. you know business is booming he's doing special designs um, having a baby she's gonna have a baby (laughs) little mom charlie and we do actually get to see them like a couple years into the future in the next book which is nice um i really love it because like you know stefano and brett are kind of like uncles to the kids right that it's just really adorable (laughs) and of course he's still like you know max is still max and i love how when we get in stefano's point of view for his book he just like these two have some weird foreplay because she intentionally comes downstairs in these outfits knowing that it'll get him riled up but he's not really mad about it but it's just their thing it's just their thing and he like throws her over his shoulder and they go bang it out and we have to pretend like we don't know that they're having what's happening so it's really cute because like it's it's He's not really that much of an alpha hole. It's yeah. just their thing. You know, it's when she thing. wants sex, she comes downstairs. And, and a, he goes, oh, this is the signal. Out- yeah, this is the signal. <laughs> this is the foreplay. I got it. it. I got it. So I really think that they're really adorable. <laughs> I love them. Okay, so showdown scene. I think I'm going to say, I-, I think for me, the hospital scene after, like, after the whole, you know, he's threatening doctors <laughs> with their lives and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when he's just with her and, like, confessing all his feelings and everything um you know after the whole injury when like the i love you moment is that's when they're back home actually we love a good i love you moment especially but, for someone who's so like he's adamant been holding, that he will never love again. yes he's just been holding <laughs> off so long and charlie's like yeah i know <laughs> like i know you love me like you know it's it's pretty obvious <laughs> everyone can tell but you max yeah so max, i'm glad you're you kind of the party but it's okay out. but it was just really sweet because max is so gruff but he's so tender also with her especially in those moments when she's injured and stuff and i just thought it was really sweet what about you i'm actually going to pick their first sex scene together oh i just really loved it because it's like okay first of all i'm feeling that anticipation because i love how she wrote their their scene where they first meet each other without knowing in a way that the reader is aware of who Mm -hmm. they are the reader is aware that max is the boss and charlie is a new employee and i loved that anticipation of oh my god they're clicking but they don't know that they're about to work with each other right and then all of a sudden they have like the hottest sex and they had great conversation and i just really love that like i love that type of setup because it gets you like really excited you know what the conflict's gonna be but it still doesn't change the fact that when it, when they get out of their head and they reflect back onto that moment where they first met, mm-hmm. you can see all the sparks there that they're about to suppress. And I right. love it. I love it. And it's just like you got to make your way back to that moment, you yeah. know. And that's where we come full circle at the end of at the end of the book is when Max allows himself to be vulnerable again, allows himself to open up Charlie again. So anyway, yes. I just really love the opening. It, like makes me really excited, and I just I just freaking love this book. It was it was, it was so definitely one of the best. I want to call it a meet cute meet hot. <laughs> meet sexy. I meet sexy. I mean, damn. <laughs> it was awesome. It was an awesome one. It was an awesome one. All right, guys, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to the next one because we're going to be kicking off like a month long run of mini soaps. Yes. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to be doing um, each week will be a new uh, mini soap with recommendations based on trope. And yeah. the next one that we're going to be doing, the first one that we'll be doing really is enemies to lovers. So we'll be giving you all <laughs> of our recommendations for enemies to lovers and chatting about like our top favorites. Like, yeah, to mind when we think about enemies to lovers. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A.